What up, LoveQuest Nation? You are listening to the official LoveQuest International Church podcast recorded live at our Morning Glory Experience in Vancouver, BC. So come on and jump into this word brought to us by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Welcome to LoveQuest International Church, and we are so excited to be with you today. We know that God has some amazing things for you. He has an amazing word for you. Uh, who knows what you're going to get here with us at LoveQuest. We might break out in some more music here shortly. I don't know, but I know there's a word in the house. Speaking of words, man, look, plan to be here tonight because I have a special, special word that I believe is going to be extremely, extremely powerful, and it is about revival. It is about revival, and I'm not talking about dealing with it from the angle of, like, um, you know, multiple speakers and multiple days. I'm talking about this revival that God is unleashing right now in men's hearts. That's where it starts. And then it moves into the family. Then it moves into the city. Then it moves into the nation. Then it moves into the world. And I believe that um, if we're going to walk in this revival, Um, we better understand it. We better understand what it looks like because if you're looking for something else, you may miss what he's doing. And I think we've, I think we have, we have come to a conclusion of what revival is based off of revivals versus God's heart about revivals. And so we'll look to the past and be like, man, this is what happened at the Toronto uh, uh, revival or the, the, the airport, the, uh, I think airport, Toronto uh, airport revival. This is what happened at Azusa. Um, this is what happened back then. This is what revival looks like. But all those revivals came and went and they have activated a lot of things across the world. But revival, according to the word of God, is meant to stay. The Lord lights, the Lord lights the altar and the priests keep it lit. Right, man. And I think we failed at keeping it lit. And when we understand revival, understanding that our intellect can't get us there, we got to understand what it is to really be in revival because it is something that is to be and can be and will be sustained. And I believe God is looking for houses that will sustain revival because revival is generational. Every generational, it should increase, but it's every generation's responsibility to go as far, as deep, as wide as they possibly can to hand it off to the next generation. Oh, I got, we got some revelation for you tonight that you probably have never heard, but it's been spoken for sure somewhere across the land. But we just think revival is merely um, shaking and ears growing and gold dust. And then that's what we try to take to work, and we expect revival to be a manifestation of glory that we saw at the altar call at our church. But no, if you've encountered the Lord, that revival should cause you to go in the marketplace and impact culture in a way that causes lives to be radically changed. For look, Jesus, not for a display of what we think revival is. But just the mere fact that your co-worker gave their life to Christ, that is revival. You don't need nobody falling out. And if they do, they do. But you, if you think that's what revival is, you'll miss it. And I believe God is already, there has been revival. 
And that's why the enemy want to keep the doors closed as long as possible. Because once those fires come out of those doors, it's going to spread like wildfire. And we are going to be thrusted into one of the greatest moves of God. Manifested. Like never before. So right now, it's not time to be in your home chilling. Look at your home as a furnace. And you got to make sure you stay lit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Y'all go have a seat. Y'all go have a seat. Y'all deep cells. Y'all look good. Y'all sound good. Y'all do. Y'all do. Y'all do. Amen. Um, can we give God a hand? Can we give God a hand? Make some noise for the Lord. Um, and also, can we give our first-time attendees a hand? Wow, that was crazy. Y'all was louder for the first-time attendees more than God. Amen. Y'all backwards. Amen. Can we give God a hand? <laughs> hey, to the man, to the man, man. Um, first-time attendees, welcome. I believe this will not be your last time. That's why we call you an attendee, because you will continue to attend, because the Lord is about to wreck your mind right now. So, Father, we thank you for this word. Thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Abba, Father. We thank you for paradigm shift in our mind, a shift that will carry over into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 365, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And we thank you for it. Lord, I come against any error. I just pray, Father, that your word goes forth uncompromising I thank you that your word will be potent as it is thank you father that we have ears to hear I receive it for myself I thank God I got ears to hear and eyes to see and my inner man shall be strengthened today I receive it Lord thank you for encouraging our souls today for I understand that people are getting tired, weary, fearful, worried, impatient, restless. Oh, yeah, we feel it in the atmosphere. People are like, forget this. I'm, I'm going out. We about to go have a party at my friend's house. We go. We get it. But, Lord, you're doing something so greater than what we're trying to touch right now. So I pray, Lord, that those that you are speaking to, they will listen. And Lord, those that will get offended with you and your word and or your servant, bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Keep them. Continue to love them and keep them and hold them. Amen. 
Jesus. I declare today, Lord, you blow the hood off, the roof off, the lid off, the ceiling off. Blow the windows out, Lord God. Lord, offend our intellect today. Offend us today. Because every time you have offended us, it has led us into greater growth. God, you want me to do what? Amen. You heard it. God's offense always leads to glory. Amen. Let's go. Today, I would like to talk to you from the words of fresh wind. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Say almost there. Just getting started. Say almost there. Just getting started. A lot of people are trying to get somewhere because they think that when they get there, the, 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 it's going to be time to rest and celebrate or I finally finish or no, 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 no. Let me tell you, as long as you are living, there's always a fresh start. As long as you're living, there's always go- once you get to where you where you believe in you going. Guess what? You can get to the promise. Guess what you got to do now? Steward it. And then it don't stop there. There's faith to faith, glory to glory, glory to glory, faith to what? Faith. So we almost there, but then we just getting started. And then we're going to get in there, we're going to get comfy, and then we're going to be celebrating. And then guess what? Another faith test going to come. And then guess what? We almost there, just getting started. So, so you got to understand, this is a marathon. This is a generational plan by God. So if you think you're about to get a breakthrough and rest, you tripping. So that's why you got to learn how to adjust and enter his rest. Not your job back rest. Not your boo back rest. Single people. Not the person you was dating rest. Not, that ain't rest. That's stress for sure. Say fresh wind. I need your help this morning. There's a second wind for the second wave. Jesus. There's a second wind for the second wave. We can park right there if we want to. There's talking about in this pandemic, normally in a pandemic, it's like, okay, we're going to release people. But what they're worried about is the second wave of it. And the second wave is often what? Worse than the first wave. So while we like, cool, breakthrough, we get to go and walk in the movies in the store, and we get to go to church again, and then all of a sudden, you're going to find more people scratching and itching and coughing. Oh, I'm good. Psalm 91, first wind, second wind, third wind, bring it all in. Throw the waves. It don't matter. Throw the waves. We riding. There is a second wind. 
for the second wave. And if you think you're going to get out of this season running from God, it ain't going to let up. The Lord trying to get you in the ark for the second wave. Yeah, 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 your boat too small right now. And the Lord trying to get you over to the ark for the second wave. And what we got to understand is the second wave, you can't, pastor, don't say that. Look, even if there is no second wave of this, uh, this virus, there's still, there's been cancer, diabetes, you name it. This thing not going to let up. We're not going from this virus to, uh, to heaven. I mean, you can have heaven on earth. But again, you got to enter his what? Rest. There's a second win for the second wave. Say that with me. There's a second win for the second wave. Say, I don't care how many waves it is. I'm covered. My insurance plan covers every season. Matter of fact, in the second win... I'm going to prosper more in Jesus' name. For there to be waves, there must be winds. So when I'm saying fresh wind, I'm speaking second wind. And there's layers to it. Before there to be waves, there must be winds. Say blow, Lord. But often we say blow, but when the Lord blows, it's still going to ruffle feathers. It's still going to stir things up. You can't have wind without stirring. So if you're asking the Lord to blow on your life and bless you, guess what? It's going to ruffle some feathers. And it ain't going to ruffle feathers of people you don't know. They don't care about you. It's going to be the people like Joseph told his family, and his family was like, oh, uh-uh. No, he didn't. Say, yes, he did. Mark 4 says this. Suddenly. Say, suddenly. Now, mind you, Jesus, of course, being Jesus, went off to pray, but he sent his guys across. Say, sent me across. Say, he told me to go. Love Quest, I don't know about you, and I believe every person watching it, I don't care what church you've been going to, if they've been telling you any, if they've been giving you any kind of fresh bread at your church, before this pandemic, they told you that this year there was going to be lavish fruit. If anybody across the world heard from the Lord, you know that this year we were going to, as a church, step in to the harvest. But I know here at Love Quest, before this thing came, and before we seen any signs of it, we were told that within four to six months, there will be a great bursting. Say, I believe God. What you got to understand is if it's going to be bursting on Love Quest, that means it's going to be bursting in everything around us. Because it ain't no way it's going to burst in my life and it ain't going to burst in y'all life. 
and then it ain't, it's going to burst in the city. Wherever I go, it shall burst. Say, it's bursting. Say, I'm a starburst. Amen. Juicy. Amen. 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 As they were crossing the lake, suddenly as they were going, suddenly as we stepped out, we could take this boat as the word God gave us. Lord said, for 2020, here's the word, here's the boat, go across with it. From January to December, I promise you, no matter what happens between January 1st and December 31st, 2020, you shall see the bursting. And the moment we step out, suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious tempest arose. With what? Violent winds and what? Waves. That were, we did not plan that. <laughs> I take no credit for that creative moment right there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Amen. <laughs> With violent winds and waves that were crashing into the boat. <laughs> now look, look, look. You, gotta, you guys got to pay attention. You guys got to pay attention, Caleb. Look. The attack was against the what? Boat. Or in other words, the attack was against the what? Word. That's why you got to remember what this moment in time means for the world is different than what it means for the church. The violent winds and waves were crashing or coming against the word until it was all but what? Swamped. And some of us have been finding trouble seeing the word that was given before we went across the sea. That's why we got to have eyes to what? See. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern. Why was he calmly sleeping? Because he told him we going where? He is committed to his word. His word will not return what? Void. Won't he do it? Won't he will? But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern. Look, resting on a cushion or a pillow. Look, look. Jesus is the word. So Jesus, like, at the end of the day, I might be nauseous. I might be cautious. <laughs> Look, I might be nauseous. I might be dizzy right now. But that does not change the word. My body might feel confused, but the word ain't confused. Y'all better get with me. It's 11 a.m. right now. 11.30. Come on. Wake, wake, rock with me. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern. Resting. And, and here, here come your friends and your family. Or here come your inner man. Your flesh. Look at verse 39. Here they, here they come. Say, here they come. So they shook him awake. Carolyn, Juan Carlos, Pastor Julia, 
Bree. T-Roy, Jasmine, you know, if y'all want to, y'all can call your family and friends out if you want to, the mic on. <laughs> look, 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 hey, don't you even care? Say la. Even if they don't say that, that's what they're asking you when they're asking you why you still serving when you're supposed to be sitting. No, no, no. Let me help your family members. Your, 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 your nephew, your daughter, your husband, your, your mama, your, I'm going to say it for them. They not serving, they sowing. And they sowing for you. You might not know what you need sowing for right now, but when that doctor can't help you, guess what? We've been sowing. When that second wave come. <laughs> Don't you even care about people? That we're all about to die. That we might get this thing fully awake. This is supposed to be you. Oh, I see you. I see. He rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea, hush. Now, you don't tell your mama hush. You don't tell your daddy hush. But you do speak to the wind that's stirring up their fear. They'll get it in a minute. 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 They're having a storm going on on the inside. Therefore, they trying to, they trying to, they trying to put the storm on you. So in your spirit, you tell the storm that's raging in their, in their spirit, the wind that's causing the waves to rush, hush. You, 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 notice, you notice he didn't talk to them. He first calmed what was stirring them up. He spoke to the, the he, he didn't even speak to the storm. He spoke to what was causing the storm. And it was this invisible thing called wind. You, you can't see this virus. You can't see fear unless you pick it up and put it on your face. But Jesus fully awake. Why was he awake? Because he was aware of the word that was spoken. We going across. I know death is knocking, but we ain't going to die because why? We got a word. That's why, Jesus, that's why Peter said, all I need is a word. All I need is one word. Tell me to come. And what did Jesus say? Come. He rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea, hush. One, two, three, say. Hush. Come on, one more time. One, two, three. Hush. Calm down. You got to tell your fan, calm down. Calm down. Mama, calm down. Daddy, calm down. Boo-boo, calm down. I'm good. I'm healthy. Do you trust me? I'm still abiding by the law. I know every time you hear us, it sounds like more than 50 people.
all at once. All at once. Because the storm ain't just mom, dad, it's the news, it's your friends, it's your co-workers. But all at once. See, you got to see, see the, the attack is to silence you. All at once, the wind stopped howling. You see, the wind got a voice. <laughs> the, the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Why? Because the wind stopped. And you so focused on the waves in the sea that you're not speaking to the wind. It ain't your family. It ain't your friends. They don't understand. It's the wind. They're responding to the wind, and it's causing a storm in their minds. And then, they're, oh, oh, you coming back in here. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Wait, same person that wiped my feces. Same person I threw up on for years. Same person that rocked me when I had the flu when I was a little baby. Now, don't touch. Just stay where you at. Just stay where you at. Say hush. First 40. First 40. Yeah, no, for you, this for your homework. Verse 40. In other words, next slide. Can you find a pillow in the billows of life's uncertainties? Can, can you find a pillow in the billows of life's uncertainties? Jesus found a soft spot. You're so focused on the ways that you can't see. Because you focused on the S-E-A opposed to the S-E-E. -E. And your vision is blurry. The soft spot is the word. Jesus just slept on the word. <laughs> There's been a wind... That's been tossing you, but there's a wind coming that's about to loft you. Uh, oh, yeah. It's about to, there's a wind coming that's about to set you up. See, because the wind ain't bad. The wind, the Holy Spirit is the wind in your sails. But, some, but then sometimes a perverted wind comes along in life. A, a boisterous wind comes along in life, and it tries to throw you off course. But you just stand on the what? Word. You must stir up the courage to speak to the things that have been bringing distractions, discouragement, and dysfunction in your boat of salvation. You got to learn how to what? Speak. Stir up courage to speak to the things that have been bringing distractions discouragement and dysfunction in your boat of salvation say I'm good I just need to speak a little louder I don't know what it is right now but only you know in your spirit I just want you to say one thing say hush what what is it in your life you need to tell hush put the word on it 
Is sickness talking to you? Is fear talking to you right now? Hush. Shut your mouth. Other people's fears. Hush. You ever work? There's some things you do that you like, don't talk to me right now. Like if I'm on a treadmill next to you, I don't want you talking to me right now. So we can go to the gym together if you just what? Hush. I don't mind you. I don't mind having lunch with you, mama. But but you're going to have to what? Hush when it comes to blowing that wind. Say your breath stank. Your breath stank. That's right. Stop tolerating stanky breath. Pull the tape off of your mouth and be unsilenced towards the violence that has silenced you. Pull the tape off of your mouth. You've been going to church. Mm, 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 mm. You come to church because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. So the tape got to come off. But you can't be louder at church than you is in the world. That's where you need to be the loudest. Pull the tape off. We aren't preparing for a relaunch. We are preparing to house revival. Say fresh wind. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not preparing for a relaunch. That's wrong mentality. We are preparing to house a revival. Luke 22 says this. And we withdrew from, the, from, from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and what? Pray. This is Jesus on the way to the cross. Saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this wind. Remove these waves. Remove this cup from me. Everybody got a cup. What's in it? Remove this cup from me. Lord, get us out of this pandemic. Get us, get us out, Lord. Remove this season from me. Yet, not my will, but always yours, what? Be done. You with me? He's crying out, Lord, remove this from me. But he, he remembered that this was a part of prophecy. So, Lord, whatever it means to fulfill your word, let it be what? Done. So if it means we got to go through this pandemic to get the bursting, then guess what? I'm focused on the bursting. He didn't tell me about a pandemic because I probably wouldn't have wanted to go forward. We would have started packing up for, based on fear. But what he told us was the promise, not the problem. Good father, going to focus on the promise and not the problem. Because if he told you about the problem before the promise, you would have forfeited the promise. And that's where the devil mess up. He let me get the promise before he presented the problem. Magnify the promise. 
And there appeared to him an angel from heaven. Look, look, you see, assistance didn't come in the complaining. Assistance came in the surrender. Preaching, 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 preaching. Assistance didn't come in the complaining and the worrying and the distress and the depression and the gossip and the mess. But, but, but strength, provision, uh, hope came, strength and courage came in the what? Surrender. Lord, Lord, your will be done. Let, let's go. Find rest in the boat. <laughs> and the angel came. And strengthening him in what? Spirit. Say fresh wind. Say strengthening him in spirit. Say strengthen my spirit, Lord. Here we go then. This word spirit. Spirit means spirit has the same word or definition as to breathe. The spirit which, like the wind, is invisible, immaterial, and what? Powerful. So when it says that the angel strengthened his spirit, the angel came and gave him a fresh wind. This same breath of the Almighty is the spirit of wisdom and understanding in a person. So, so not only does the breath of God bring a fresh wind, but it comes with wisdom and divine understanding. So when the Lord breathes on you, when the Lord assists you through a season, he actually delivers wisdom. He don't just give you strength and just help. He brings strength by bringing wisdom. Woo! Come, oh, y'all better hear what I'm saying. What have you learned in this season? He's not just helping you to keep going. He's not just helping you to keep fighting just for mere fighting and keep going. He is helping you get, bring, develop some tools for the next win, for the next wave, for the next season, for the next generation. What have you learned? Or are you still stuck where you was? I've learned so much in this season. I believe this season has accelerated anyone who was willing to roll with it. <laughs> there is so much acceleration and elevation that has happened in the last month and a half, two months in my life. But it, it's not about the monetary. But the mysteries that have been unveiled and the the wisdom and the, the peace and the understanding God and the, 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 the answers to and the clarity that has happened and the strategies that have happened. Oh, my God. Stuff. Man, I have not gotten one thing in this season that money can buy. But what was given to me, people will pay for. Forget show me the money. Show me the wisdom. That's what Solomon said. Show me the wisdom because you got the wisdom. The money going to come. 
When, when ruah is used of the will or the intellect and emotions or related to God, the meaning often expands from the wind to spirit. So there's no way that, that you can be strengthened in the midst of a storm to keep going, not to return, not to cause the storm to stop, but what it takes to learn how to develop muscles you never had. None of us should come out. Shame on us if we come out on the other side of this the same or even worse. Shame on us. Not on God. Forget coming out wealthier. Forget I'm coming out wealthier in my soul for sure. But the word promise, he said, I pray that you prosper even as your what? Soul prospers. This is a soul prospering season. Oh, the heavenly economy is right right now. Forget the economy. Man, heaven's economy is booming right now. It is releasing all kinds of goods towards your household. The second wind usually comes when whatever kept you going before is dwindling. Yeah, a second wind usually comes when whatever you go, whatever kept you going before is what? Dwindling. That thing start dry, drying up. A second wind is like an unex, unexpected shock to your system that re-energizes you for the task at hand. Second wind, fresh wind comes suddenly at times. You're running, ready to give up, and all of a sudden you like, I'm still running. I got a what? Fresh wind. Your second win may overtake you after a conversation with a good friend, an observation of another's accomplishment, or by the adoption of a new attitude or perspective. You, you see this, Sion. You see this right here. See, you can't be a hater and get a fresh win. That's what the enemy wants you to do is get offended because that's where your oxygen coming from. And when the enemy cuts you off from your source of oxygen, you find yourself, what, dwindling. That's why you can't get offended to the church, the pastor, the people, the friends, the family that God has put in your life because it's like an oxygen tank. The Lord needs you to observe another's accomplishments to be motivated, to, to get stirred up and to realize if he did it before, he'll do it again. Same God right now, same God back then, won't he? Will. Or by the adoption of a new attitude. Tell me the last time, Matthew 6 says this, tell me the last time worry, worrying prospered you. Had it ever added anything to your life? No, it's taken some things off your life. So tell me the last time your little stinky attitude then, then blessed you. Getting your way after throwing a fit is not God. You too grown to be throwing temper tantrums. Too grown with your grown self throwing a temper tantrum. I used to throw them things. New attitude or perspective. Say, Lord, change my perspective. Genesis 18, the Lord said, I will. 
I will surely return to you when the season comes around. I will surely return. I love this Bernadette. I love this Bernadette because he came, he came, Michael, and he told him, he told him, he, he came. I don't know, Michael had me stutter. I looked at his eyes, looked like Michael had just smoked a joint or something back there. Oh no, boy, I boy, I was like, yeah, Pastor, you feel me? <laughs> back there <laughs> smoking out of one of them, uh, what's them new things? That's that fresh wind. <laughs> Michael back there. Y'all better watch him back there. <laughs> he back there getting keyed. <laughs> back in the day, that's what they call when people get high, they you getting keyed. Amen. Amen. Y'all watch Michael. Let me get out the way so the world can watch him. Keep your eyes on Michael. <laughs> Uh, you know them things you can talk to? What's them talk things where you can make it sound like Roger? Is that what it? Yeah, the fuck. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Amen. The Lord said, I will surely return to you. Now, look at this. This is after the Lord came and told Abraham, gave Abraham a word. Yeah, you, you follow me here. You follow me here. The Lord gave him a word, and then he'll said, I'll be back when it's time to deliver. You see, you see this. He said, here's the word. I'll be back. So gone little virus, gone little pandemic. I'm coming back because I got to make sure my word comes through. But I'm going to allow evil and sin to germinate the word. I'm going to allow it to, I'm, I, 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 use, I use evil for my good. It says he's working everything. The devil may seem like he's in charge, but the Lord uses the dung. He, he uses the poop. He uses the fertilizer for your seed. You, you need the thorn. You need the ugly. You need that. You need hating. You need some confusion around you. You need uncertainty and unsettling. So the Lord drops off a word and He says, "I'll be back. We gonna deliver the thing, but I need you to trust me. I need you to. I'm gonna give you a word, and I need you to look around. Where you go, Lord? What, what is he? What does he hope when you're looking? You're seeking." You can't just look for God. You got to seek God out. He gave you a word that's alive and charged. And he said his word will never return void. And the most dangerous thing you can do is try to make the promise come to pass and have an Ishmael. <laughs> And some of y'all I'm talking to right now, you think it's the promise, but it's an Ishmael. The Lord did tell you you was going to have a spouse, but he said, that's the word. Now I'll be back. You don't think that the devil saw the Lord walk away and say, I'll be back. That before he came back, he wasn't going to try to deliver something to you that looked like what he promised. I don't know who I'm talking to, but that ain't it. That ain't it. Say that ain't it. Woo! What is it? It's about to come. You better move Boo Boo out the way. Woo! That ain't it. Woo! I'm jumping ahead of the line. But what you call it? What you call? It, let me see. Don't don't turn. Don't turn. Let me don't turn. Don't turn. 
Don't turn, don't turn. <laughs> oh, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But that, but that, that is called counterfeit glory. He said, Oh, counterfeit glory looked good. It looked just like that Gucci bag, that fake, that imitation Gucci bag. Right? But when you start really dissecting it and testing it, you know what I'm saying? It might have cost it. You get what you pay for. So don't complain when the stitches start coming apart and the leather start peeling and, and the gold start turning green. Don't complain. You get what you pay for. It ain't the promise. Lord said here, I'll be, look, when the season comes round, I'll be back around. You don't think God is big enough to still watch over his word? But just because he's watching over his word don't mean he's holding your hand. You're like, Lord, Lord, you there? Okay, okay, goosebumps, goosebumps. No, 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 no. You don't need signals when you mature. All you need is a word. Lord, just tell me one more time. Make the phone ring. Do <laughs> you know how many bumper stickers that led people the wrong way? <laughs> and now you're mad at God because you settled for manna. And somebody put some jelly on the manna. Are you over here? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. You sleeping with manna and Ishmael. That is not, it's not God. It's a counterfeit. But I will tell you that we are at that season. <laughs> and behold, Sarah, your wife will have a son. It's very significant to have a son because what you he, he not birthing just no little any old thing. You about to give birth to a son. And in, in this season, some of y'all little pregnant folks, you're about to have a son. And, and it, ain't, it ain't for you to be like, man, I always wanted a boy. No, 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 no. You better get it right. The Lord is planning legacy. So if you're getting a son, that means more responsibility. Because ain't nobody going to come and take your daughter now. You got a son that's got to pick the right one. Legacy on the line. And Sarah was listening. And like some of us heard it at the tent, which was behind them. I heard what the Lord told pastor. Abraham and Sarah were old. Say old. Oh. Yeah. I mean, God that gave me some words like 15, 20, 30 years ago. Still ain't come to pass. Kind of come to pass, but I ain't come to. No, no. Well, he promised me more. Better be my friend. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get good. I'm telling you. Going to miss out. <laughs> Abraham and Sarah were what? Oh. Some of y'all worried about, man, ain't none of y'all women that's worried about having a family as old as she was. <laughs> 32, talking about, oh my God, stop. It ain't the promise. 
well advanced in years. It had ceased. Look, her ability ran out. Yeah! We're in a season where the Lord is saying, your ability is right where I need it to be, running out. Because your ability can't help you right now. Only thing helping is faith right now. Woo! It has ceased to be with Sarah as with young women. She was past the age of childbearing. Perfect. Just like Lazarus was super dead. <laughs> Can't get no more dead than that. Therefore, Sarah laughed. She counted herself out. She stopped. They wasn't even trying. That's why she laughing. <laughs> you can't even get it up. What you, what you talking about? We, we can't even start the party. <laughs> we can't even start the party. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> therefore, Sarah laughed to herself, saying, after I have become aged, are you serious? I shall have pleasure and delight, my Lord being old also. You know, back then, women called their husband Lord. Look, 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 look. Look. Okay, you, I mean, Lord, I, this ain't going to work. I mean, I could even attempt, but he, like, right? Right? Ain't no pills back then. Ain't, Lord, how we going to do this? Because I mean, the, the door open, but we, we need a guess. And the Lord asked Abraham, you flowing, you flowing. The Lord asked Abraham, why Sarah laugh? She laughed because she was tapped out. Just pull, pull down that keg handle and just... Saying, shall I really bear a child? When I'm so old, but I like it because she considering. She like, you see her, you, you can kind of sense her hope starting to get stirred up a little bit. Just, wait a minute. Okay, I mean, I know what I can't do, but the Lord just told me I'm about to have a son. So you start, you, you begin to this, this metamorphosis process begin where you begin to lay down your ability and pick up his power. His ability, his might. And the Lord loves to get you to a point where you can't, where all, there is no chance. It don't make no sense. He is offending you. She is offended right now. Revival cannot come intellectually. 
All you intelligent people thinking you know what it takes to have revival. No, total surrender. The Lord loves offending the intellect. You too smart for revival. But I believe we're right here. We're family members and friends is laughing. What you going to church for? Oh, we working on something. We got a word. And the Lord, gonna, remember the Lord said, I'm coming back. Will he find you where he sowed the word? He said, is anything too hard or too wonderful for the Lord? Will he find you standing on the word? He said, when I return, will I find anyone in faith? Will he find you in September standing on February? At the, look, look, he said, at the appointed time when the season for her delivery. Say it's delivery time. When delivery time comes around, that's what you need me for. I need you to need me. I need you to seek me. I need you to run out of gas. My job is to deliver the thing. My word never goes without being delivered. So I'm more concerned about the delivery. The process to get to delivery, I need you to push a little longer. I need you to labor. I need you in labor. I need you to develop all the body parts. Because what I'm about to give birth on can't be struggling breathing. Can't come out with, with two toes. It can't. No, 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 no. We ain't doing no premature birth. I, the Lord is saying he has prematurely birthed some things for you a few times. And that still didn't help you. It just helped you get through, but it didn't help you grow. Stop trying to just get through and focus on growth. Because at the end of your race, you got you to gotta, you gotta release wholeness to the next generation. I will return to you and Sarah shall have a born, a born a son. Say, if he said it, he'll do it. Shaka Khan. Why Sarah laugh? Next time your family or friends say, why are you laughing? You so silly. Just say, you so silly. You is so silly. Look, next. This may have been a savagely laborious sea or laborious season. But it's about to be a lavishly favorous season. I receive it. Come on, get your hands up and say, I receive it, Lord. Lord, if you need me to push, I will push. If you need me to labor, I will labor, Lord God. If you need me to slow down or speed up, I'll slow down and I'll speed up, Lord. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way. What was closed before, about to open up. Woo! It's delivery time. 
what was closed up before about to open up. Say open up. Woo! See, but you got to be specific about what, what's going to open up. Because Jesus said Lazarus rise because some folks needed to stay dead. But the power of the word, the power of his voice, the anointing, if he would have said, dead rise, everybody would have, well, he like, oh, hold up. Not you, not you, not you. No, not, not you. Not you. That ain't it. Go back down. Keep that same energy. Go, that, go back down. <laughs> no, no. But he was specific. And I don't know about you, but what is your Lazarus? What is your Lazarus? And make sure you hear that in context and perspective. Your Lazarus ain't your Ishmael. Your Lazarus ain't your Ishmael. What is your Lazarus? It's time for him to rise. Job 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. Now, I want you guys to understand fresh wind. Your fresh wind is going to come by you having a fight. You could be tapped out, but still have a fight. Bible says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So you may be physically tapped out. Your ability may run out, but spirit, hope could still be alive. Faith could still be alive. The woman with the issue of blood tried everything. And she said, all I got. And I don't believe she just crawled because she was hiding. Because you can see some, some grown person crawling. I believe she was, she, she was bleeding for 13 years, people. She, she was that weak. But even in her crawl, she said, if I could just get to his him. So you may not have physical strength, but use what you got. You may be down to your last arm. Use it. Praise him. Don't sit there in a pity party and be like, God, I got one arm left. Praise him. If all you down to is your neck and your head, lift your head up. That man, Job, was blameless and upright and one who reverently feared God and abstained from and shunned evil because it was what? Wrong. I want y'all to see this. Blameless. Well, you like, dang. So you qualify. He qualified you. Now, there was a day when the sons, the angels of, man, I don't have time to just unlock all of this, but... There was a day when the sons, the angels, which Lucifer is and was an angel. The angels of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan, the adversary and accuser, also came among them. He was like, okay, I'm about to hide up in here real quick. 
Remember, he was an angel. He, he's access. He can't stay. That's revelation right there. He can't stay. He got access. He could knock. He could torment, but he can't stay. And the Lord said to Satan, from where did you come, homie? Then Satan answered the Lord, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down it, just tormenting people. Just wandering, seeing who I could pick on, seeing who's weak, seeing who's feeble, seeing who's giving me permission to plague their life because they speak nothing but death, seeing who complaining, seeing who murmuring, taking advantage. I am, he said, like a roaring lion. That's why he says, stay sober. So I'm, 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 I'm all in the bars. I'm just going to and fro, influencing all kind of ignorant people. He said, where you come from? I came to and fro. I've been working. And the Lord said, have you considered... My servant, Pastor Daniela, that there is none like her on the earth. Dylan, there's none like him. Danny, none like him. See, because if you're in Christ, in faith, engrafted, you're blameless. So you have the right to say there's none like me. Why? Because I'm in him. A blameless and upright man or woman, one who reverently fears God and abstains from the shun and shuns evil because it is wrong. Abstains, upright man, upright woman. Next verse. Then Satan answered the Lord, does Job reverently fear God for nothing? Look, look at what he's trying to do, Sion. He's trying to find a weak spot. He is the accuser of the brethren. He's trying to say, God, there's got to be something I can latch on to in their life. <laughs> there's got to be a weakness. There's got to be a complaint. There's got to be the weakest link. There has to be. And so get, look, get the picture. He is in and around every day looking for clues. And this is where y'all got to be careful. He gets permission to mess with you. Lord says, I will not allow more anything upon you more than you can bear. Which means I will not have sent a word for you to stand on and that will keep you before I allow the attack to come. That's why not taking the word and applying it and getting it in here is silly. Because test day coming. He told Peter, look, I pray that he don't sift you. But I got to let him because you've been around me. You've been getting the words. You see what I can do. You, you've seen me calm the sea. You've seen, you've seen what I can do. So I hope your faith don't fail. Just going to church to go to church? Silly. Reading the word just to read the word? Silly. Have you not put a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? He said, have you not protected? There's got to be a way in. You, there's got to be access to his life. Can I work through his mom? Can I, can I work through his spouse? Can I attack his children to get to him? I know how much she putting in the Ishmael, so maybe I'll attack Ishmael. Maybe I'll stir up some impatience. See, because Adam, you blameless, so let me fool with that girl that, that won't go to church or won't. That girl you like. Let me mess with your co-worker today because he's trying to find an interest into your garden. 
That's why you got to be careful who you surround yourself with. Because <laughs> he said, don't you, ain't he heads up on every side? He said, you have conferred prosperity and happiness upon him in the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. The blessing is on this brother. Next. But put forth your hand now and touch all that he has. The Lord has confidence in his relationship with him. Does the Lord have confidence in y'all relationship? But, but put, put forth your hand now and touch all that he has. And he will curse you to your face. Devil's like, I, I bet you. I bet you'll turn on you. Because look, why? I know he don't be reading his word. I've seen, I've been studying. And the Lord said to Satan, the adversary and the accuser, behold, all that he has is in your power now. Only upon the man himself put not forth your hand because his soul is mine. That monetary stuff is all yours. That's why he say, lay not up for yourself treasures, <laughs> because that's all his. He said, all I care about is his soul, because to live is to die, and to die is to gain. So do what you got to do, just don't touch him. <laughs> Some of us think that Satan took our stuff, but didn't know he had permission to take it. The test of your devotion. So Satan, see, see how the Lord will use him to get you to a place where you can't do nothing. You have to depend on him. Man, we could preach so much out of this thing. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And what he did, what he do. The Lord don't care about stuff. All he wants is your praise. So you see, you can't serve two masters. <laughs> the Lord will let everything unravel just so we can become undone. He'll, he'll let it all fall apart. And you're like, God, if you God, why you didn't? He's like, I'm not concerned about what you lost. Three keys to walking into your second win. Number one, surrender your will. Surrender, surrender your will. Surrender your will. Number two, surrender your fear. Surrender your fear. Number three, surrender your intellect. Surrender your intellect. Proverbs 3 says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. And he will direct and make straight your, and plain your paths. It don't got to be complicated. <laughs> don't think for a moment that you know it all.
is not to just play dumb with God. God, you know I don't know nothing. You all wise, God. You all wise. No, 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 no. What he's telling you is, no, I want you to have understanding. That's good. I want you to be intelligent. That's good. I need you to have common sense. Please get some common sense. I need you to have some street smarts. Please have some street smarts. I need you to have these practical things. I need you to read books. I need you to educate, upgrade yourself. But don't think that all that I allow you to attain will keep you. If you depend on what I've allowed you to attain, it will contain you. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion, see, and avoid everything that's wrong. He wouldn't have told you if it's not possible. He said his wisdom is released to those who never break devotion. You can declare all you want. I got the mind of Christ. No, you don't. Because if you did, you would trust him. You can't doubt him and have a mind you doubt. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. That's the song right there, see? Undivided. Understand who you are in him and watch what happens around you. Say watch. We are entering into a new dimension of glory. Second Corinthians tells us that we are to go from glory to glory. Say glory to glory. Second Corinthians 3.18 tells us that's God's plan. It's never God's plan to get us to a place and be like, cool. Wait till I come back. No, 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 no. His job, he is taking you from glory to glory. And then you go over, we are going to a new dimension of faith. Romans 1.17 tells us his intent to take us from faith to faith. So glory to glory, faith to faith, faith to faith, what? Glory to glory. Glory to glory to glory to glory. Hey, stop tolerating the parading of the enemy taunting back. Stop tolerating the parading of the enemy taunting back. Come on, taunting back. Stop tolerating the parading of the enemy and what? Taunt him back. Speak the word. Only believe. Let your light shine. Magnify the truth. Keep negativity out. Keep it out. Sing a little louder. Are are y'all with me? Y'all with me? Sing a little louder. Keep negativity out. It has to go. It has to not. You can't tolerate it. 
Somebody be like, I've been, hey, everybody talking about you. But you still, why everybody talking to you about me? How that work? Shut it up. Hush. Acts 16 tells this little, little stinky girl, look. Met by a what? Slave girl who was possessed by a spirit of divination. I love how I didn't call her a devil. It just says she was possessed by one. See, it's easier to argue with people than to stand bold in faith against the devil that's encouraging the people. Walk by faith, not by sight. We, though we are in this flesh, we war not with this flesh. It says claiming to foretell future events and to discover. Now, let me tell you this. Write this down. The world's bottom line is impacted when believers trust, have faith in, and walk in the power of God. The bottom line of the world, this, she is making money fortune-telling. See, if you walk, I don't know who I'm talking about, walk in your prophetic call. So your auntie ain't got to go to the booth. And she brought her owners much gain by her fortune-telling. Do you see this? She kept on following the men's and women's of God around. She kept on following Paul. Y'all with me? She kept on following Paul and the rest of us shouting. Remember the parading. Enemy parading. Now y'all got to see this. Y'all got to see this. When I'm saying parading, I'm telling you it ain't always a parading that's talking down to you. Sometimes the devil was parading telling you what you want to hear. Why? Because he know the Lord's dropped you a seed and said, I'll be back. Right? That's how perverts and that's how child molesters get it. But parents drop them off and the mom and daddy say what? I'll be back. And the, perver the pervert get it in while mom and daddy ain't around. And you've been allowing the enemy to molest your mind in this in-between season. Yes, I said it. These men, look what she's been saying. These men are the servants of the most high God. And they, look, the devil know you're looking for approval. So you think your ministry is wherever people celebrate you. See, celebration don't always look like a pat on the back. Sometimes celebration is accountability. <laughs> Fool, look, if I, if I wasn't, if the Lord was not celebrating you, he wouldn't hold you accountable. He holding you accountable because there's greatness inside of you. You just want to go places where people are going to pump your head up and tell you, you all of that. You don't want no competition around you. You want to be the girl, the guy, the man, the woman. No, 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 no. These men are servants of the Most High God. And they announce to you the way of salvation. She ain't lying, though. This is what it is. This is what it is. Look, she not lying. She's telling the truth. You see how the enemy gets you. You're like, what's wrong with them? They my friends. 
Check when the last time they held you accountable. But all you, you thirsty. <laughs> Why are you so thirsty? I see it and it irked me. <laughs> because you just want to be affirmed. And she did this for many days. Look at the men of God. Look at the men of God. They're mighty. Then Paul. Look, look, the devil working on something. See, you see this. The devil working on something. The devil is not going to show face until he got you. Till he can possess you. That's why you got to have a discerning, discernment. Man, the devil is also not too clever. He can't hide. That's why the Bible says, try the spirit. Because his main goal is possession. So sex traffickers or men who control or if I can get sex, if I can get married, if I can, now I have you. And then that's when the devil is going to reveal himself when it's too late. Now you stuck crying for help instead of listening to help when God was the Bible says this wisdom cries in the street don't know who I'm talking to wisdom cries aloud in the streets but you're ignoring it and it says in the day you cry back to wisdom you wisdom won't pay attention go look it up Proverbs see to get a second win you're gonna have to make some shifts and sometimes God is crying, and intervention brings a second wind. You think that the intervention is taking your breath away. But the Lord is trying to bring a fresh wind. Yeah, that fresh wind is going to come through making some tough decisions to, to, for purging. Turned and said to the Spirit, look, 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 Paul. Being sorely annoyed and worn out. Here we go. Because the blessing of the Lord maketh what? Rich adds no sorrow. You know when somebody, have you ever felt that spirit in you when somebody compliment you? Or when somebody keep on, Pastor, I love you. Pastor, I ain't going nowhere. Pastor, okay, that's cool. There may be some, but you better, my ears always perk up. When for no reason. You, then you pay attention. Because they're going to tell you what you need to hear. Because the ultimate goal is to possess you. <laughs> Look, he said, Paul being sorely annoyed, spirit being grieved. Do not ignore the sorrow that Ishmael brings. The blessing between these two women and Abraham brought some beef. That wasn't the, pro the promise ain't going to bring no beef. You're not going to be running around the same circle with the promise because the blessing of the Lord maketh rich, adds no sorrow. This woman is telling, telling people truth. 
And he said he was sore. He said, turn and said to the spirit within her, I charge you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out that very what? Moment. You got to tell it to hush. Next verse. Watch out for counterfeit glory. Counterfeit glory. The devil can't tempt you with nothing else but what seemed to be truth. Or what seemed to be blessing. Watch out for counterfeit glory. It looks like blessing, but consistently brings sorrow. Counterfeit glory looks like blessing. Smells like Tom Ford. Smells like blessing. Smiles like blessing. Stunts like blessing. And it may have, this is what you can't ignore, it has physical qualities and some natural good characteristics. But the soul realm ain't healthy. The Lord will never give you an unhealthy soul as a covenant thing. Why? Because he's still working on it. At bare minimum, he brought you to help it, assist it, bring it to health. No booty before duty. Say it, Abigail. I mean, you said it. I'm just, the way you said it, it was like, hey, man, it looks like blessing, but consistently brings sorrow. <laughs> it sure is. I like that shirt. Come on, come on, come on. Next, we got to. Get the 80 slides that's left before. Look, look. And it is no wonder, Juan Carlos, no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. You see this, Sion? He masquerades, he parades, he presents himself as the blessing. Why he gonna just show up and be like, look, I'm the devil, I'm here to steal, kill, and destroy. That would be nice if you just tell me you're here to kill me. I'll be like, I'm cool. Give me a chance. Thank you. No, he's not. He's going to catch you at the point of your desperation. He's going to catch you when you're weak. Not only does the Lord love you when you've tapped out. Enemy does too. He masquerades. You don't need a second win. Some of you don't need a second win. You need to just stop wasting your breath. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Look, 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 the Lord, the Lord put, drop this one on me for you. You don't need a second win. Whoever you are, you just need to stop wasting your breath and your time. You got to be steward over the wind and the breath you got. But there is some folks who have been doing, wasting their breath and their wind and their time on the things of God. And the Lord says, second wind coming. For some of you, this is where your challenge is going to be. The Lord's saying, stop wasting your breath. Stop trying to prove yourself right. Stop wasting your breath around people that's taking your breath. Stop sowing into bad ground. 
That's God's job to turn bad soil into good soil, not yours. No soil can be overturned by merely you. God has to do that work. For the word goes down into the soil and turns it over and tills it and bring it back to where it can produce. You can't make no soil go from evil to good. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Get out the way. Come on, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We have an expectant end, you guys. So focus on the table and leave the enemies up to God. The Lord prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. We have an expectant end, so focus on the table and leave the enemies up to God. Next. There's as many distractions as there is promises in this season. The size of the distractions speak to the size of the promise we are about to walk in. The size of the distractions speak to the size of the promise we are about to walk in. Don't take the distraction into the promise with you. Some people got to kill it. I don't know which one you got to do, but you one of them. There's some for sure stuff I got to kill, and I ain't wasting no time. Kill or purge or leave dead a purge. Leave it on the ground. Don't try to go put a rubber band around it and put it back on the tree. Mm-mm. Chair, 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 chair. <laughs> I promise we're going to land this plane. Listen. I think what we do here, instead of having services at 10, 12, uh, 10, 12, 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10, we're going to have one at 11. That's close to about one. T- <laughs> I ain't going to mess with y'all. My tent. <laughs> my tent home. Look, my tent or my home is taken by force and plundered. And all my tent cords are broken. My my children have gone forth as captives from me, and they are no more. I feel like I'm in a season where I don't got no help. I know the Lord said, enlarge my territory, but my tent down is down. There is no one to stretch forth my tent anymore and to set up my tent curtains. For one, don't feel sorry for yourself. For two, that all the folks are removed from helping you, now God can help you. Lord's like, can I help you now? Can, can I help you, please? And I believe this is the season where people are, you're feeling naked, you're feeling broken, you're feeling confused, you're feeling uncertain. But on the other side, this is the season where the Lord builds your tent. He needed this tent to crumble. Because you had all kinds of gnats and termites in the walls. And all you did over the last 10 years is put paint over it. Ooh, that looked nice. Come over. Housewarming party. And while you housewarming, them, 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 them termites still eating away at the foundation. But you got paint. That new, that new, that new mint green bathroom. 
and new furniture. And the Lord loves you so much, he does not want to see you sit down on the couch one day and fall through the floor. He does not want the roof to cave in on you. Thank God you lived to be on the outside of the tent when it fell. But look, it had to be broken down. Come on, you with me in this season. It had, whatever feels like it has broken down, this is a divine intervention. It had to be broken down. The slate had to be cleaned. Man had to lose control. The earth had to have some rest. And the world had to be purged. Say it had to happen. You know you wasn't liking the way things was going. Stop acting like you love it now. We all, we, all of us miss mess. How many people have missed some mess before? Remember you was like, man, we got to break up. I can't be in this relationship no more. As soon as it's over. Where you going? Where you going? Come back to me. I really want to meet. All right, come down. They say, can I talk to you right? Can I talk to you right? I really want to know you. Next, next. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, there we go. We aren't relaunching. We are walking into a whule new thing. We're we not relaunching. We're walking into a whole new thing. We, we aren't relaunching. We are walking into a whole new thing. A whole new thing. Like JT, that, your, your haircut is prophetic, buddy. Clean slate. You love Quest mascot right now, JT. Clean slate. We aren't relaunching. We are walking into a whole new what? Thing. We are preparing for a baby we've never seen before. All right, two of y'all. That was loud, though. What used to be normal will be abnormal. Come on, y'all see we land in the plane, right? Okay, okay. What used to be normal, y'all can wait. What used to be normal will be abnormal. So hoping for the normal to come back is you're you going to be left behind. You're going to be looking real strange doing what you used to do before. single bearing one see there was a tent that fell down but then there's a there's there's then later same same book later we're speaking to see we needed this tent to crumble in order to get to this place of single bearing one you who did not bear back to you did not bear break forth into what sing and cry aloud you who did not travail with what child for the spiritual children of the desolate one will be more than the children of the married wife says the Lord enlarge the place of your what tent and let the curtains of your habitations be I love it he said let's break it down and when you go back to build it it's going to be bigger than what it was I needed it to break down to prosper it. 
Spare not. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Spare not. Go as far as your faith will take you. For you will spread abroad to the right hand, to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. This sounds like revival to me. This sounds like a revival that will radically transform culture. And trust me, culture is looking for a culture shock. Fear not, for you shall not be ashamed. You can come up. Fear not, for you shall not be ashamed. Neither be confounded and depressed. I don't know who I'm talking to, but shift your posture today. I don't care if they take six months to open things back up. They're not in control of my blessing. They're not in control. For you shall forget the shame of your youth. And you shall not seriously remember this season that you've experienced so much loss. Your widowhood, the season you felt alone. in Isaiah 33. Woo, look up Zion. The city of our set feasts. Set feasts. You, get, you got that burning there, didn't you? Set feasts. The table has been what? Set. Your eyes shall see Jerusalem and quiet habitation a quiet habitation i believe god is leading us into a peace that transcends and we're going to talk about that peace that transcends because what we're going to understand is if you go look up that peace that transcends it's a peace that actually governs (laughs) it's not just a peace that you could just go off to hawaii and get this is a peace that patrols your atmosphere and does not allow anything that is of not of God to impact you. It is a governmental peace. It transcends intellect. It's not a think you, this is not a peace you can meditate on. A tent that shall not be taken down. Not one of its stakes shall ever be pulled up against this, what he's about to establish. That's why he's telling you to enlarge it for generations. Not for your little family of four or five, three or two. The plan, when we come out, we are focused on generations. Not just trying to make it through the year. Shall ever be pulled up. Neither shall shall any of its cords be broken. The Lord is about to upgrade your tent. That little little cheap one, you know, that little cheap one you won at the, uh, 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 the employee party. No, 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 no. You about to get you about to get a real, a real tent. That's got real, uh, real uh, uh, pegs and real thick material. That little cheap tent, that little yogi bear tent you had, you was all no 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 real tent. Yeah, like army tent, just like big stretch. Yeah, you can stand up in it, exercise, stretch in it, stadium status tent. We are stepping into generational stability. We, we 
are stepping into generational stability. We're going to say that together again. Ready, read. We are stepping into generational stability. We, we are stepping into generational wholeness. The Lord is securing our bloodlines until the finish line. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. The Lord is securing our bloodlines until the finish line. Lord come on do it Lord do it Lord prepare to be carriers of his glory prepare to be carriers of his glory say come on prepare me Lord generational stability Sorry if your son, your uncle, your mama had breast cancer or, or, or mental illness. But moving forward, generational stability. No more divorce in your household. Wholeness in every area. Prepare to be tents of revival. You are a tent of revival. You you are a tent of revival. You are a part of the next big move of God. You will not leave this earth until you play your part. And we just get started. Are a tent for revival. We're stepping into a revival that slays. It will cut. It will. Yeah. I declare a Davidic anointing to not only use your stone, but use the enemy's knife to cut his head off in Jesus' name. A revival that slays. There, there's, we're stepping into a revival that evicts. Say you, put your hand on your temple and say you didn't stay long enough. Time to go. Whatever it is, it's time to go. Confusion, time to go. Whatever it is. Giving an eviction notice right now. Worry, insecurity, promise you, whatever it is, sickness, generational sickness, it's gotta go now. It's gotta go. Come on. Say, hey you, go away and leave us alone. I know, I know who you are. This is a demon talking to Jesus and we're closing this is where you got to know who you are stop letting the enemy parade around you and you parade around him and torment him with the word of God yes. Come on. 
Jesus steps on the scene, ladies and gentlemen, and says, and the demon says, go away and leave us alone. See, you're going to know when you're walking in authority because folks ain't going to want you around. Because things start shifting and shaking and moving because you are a tent for revival. Wherever you go, revival breaks out. That's why tonight's message is so crucial. I declare every last one of you after tonight will be, will carry the spirit of a revivalist. You will not go back to work the same. You will not go back to school the same. Tonight the Lord is going to set a fire that, He say, I know who you are. Tonight, after tonight, every day, Every demon you walk in front of, they, I know who she is. Yeah. I tried to keep her from knowing who she is. Look what he say. You're Jesus of Nazareth. You're Danny of Vancouver. God's holy one. Why are you coming to meddle with us? Why are you coming in this mall again? Why are you coming into this cubicle again? Why you keep grocery shopping here? Why you keep coming to the same clerk? Why are you in this emergency room? You have come to destroy us already. Eviction. 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 Come on, eviction. The enemy has pitched his tent long enough in your bloodline in your life he said just then the demon hurled the man down on the floor in front of them all this is pay attention to this but Jesus rebuked the demon the demon tried to act out to distract Jesus from the eviction notice and how many times have you tried to share the word with somebody or try to testify and the demon act out the person your mama your daddy your friend your co-worker I don't want to talk about it. why you keep coming around here with all that whenever you just finished watching a word and then now you in an argument with somebody it's because the enemy knows his time is up And that's why the enemy don't want you to focus. But Jesus focuses, rebuked the demon. He said, be quiet. Come out of him right now. And the demon came out of him without causing him any harm. Those relationships, you're you're afraid that it's going to be torn up because you stand your ground. No, 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 no harm. No harm. And, And if those people leave because the enemy has freed you, then it's time for them to go. I mean, because the Lord has freed you, it's time for them to go. But trust me, that mama, that daddy, that brother, that sister, they've been throwing a fit because they see you changed in a way that they desire, but they don't know how to change. They they don't know how to change. They they don't know how to change. So they're throwing a fit because you've set, set a new standard. So keep being gentle, but don't change your stance. What kind of man is this? This is why the Lord want to do it. Great astonishment swept over Vancouver. 
people asking, what kind of man is this? What kind of church is this? What kind of people is this who walk around with so much power and authority? With a mere word. With a mere what? Word. All I need is one word. With a mere word, he commands demons to come out and they obey him. Say one word. right where you are even at home right where you are and just in the stillness of this moment you know exactly what needs to be evicted you know exactly and I declare the Lord reveal roots to you not just fruit no you don't evict fruit evict the root we're in a root season. The Lord is uprooting. <laughs> Jeremiah 1.10, read it on your own time. He is uprooting. Why? Because he's getting ready to plant. He, he's getting ready to replant. And you got to uproot. You got to till the ground. You have to prepare it for what's coming. You can't just put the new on top of the old. It is uprooting season. The Lord does not care about the fruit. He wants the root. So what root needs to be uprooted? Tell it it's time to go. Tell it it's time to go. If it's you, if you unashamed, if you want to put it on your comments, put up what root has to go. It has to go. The Lord is revealing it to you right now. It's time. That's why he wants to preach about revival tonight. Because he's not going to ask you to lay something down without giving you something to pick up. Come on now. What is it? What is it? Put it down. Eviction. We don't have to revisit this moment no more. We don't, we're not going to have to keep praying about this one. We're just going to walk away from it today. We're walking away from it. And guess what? It's going to knock on your door again, but you're not going to answer this time. You're not going to stand on the front porch and talk to it no more. It is over. It is finished. It is done. And it is well with my soul. Fresh, fresh wind. Fresh wind. It's coming now. Fresh wind. Take this moment. The Holy Spirit is right in your living room with you right now. Father, we thank you for clarity. Thank you for freedom. We thank you for your deliverance right now. The Lord said, wait no longer. Time is now. The time is now. Move while you have a word. Move while you have a word. Move while you have a word. Get out while you have a word to stand on. The, the Lord is quickening your spirit now. You know what has to happen. You know what church you need to go to. You know where you need to move to. You know where you need to move from. You know what you need to sow. You know what you need to keep. You know who you need to reposition. You know who you need to purge. You know who you need to add. You know what you're supposed to do because God is not telling you nothing new today. But what he's doing 
like Peter said, Lord, if you give me a word, come, I'll make that decision. In the stillness of your spirit, you've been asking God to give you a word. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Lord says, this is the word. Don't go another day, another moment. Don't go another inch, another foot. Do not choose to live with the frogs one more night. I rebuke that spirit of sabotage now. Surround yourself with doves, not frogs. And right now, as I said, that the fresh wind, the pneuma, the wind of the Holy Spirit is in this place. He's in your house. This is a moment. This is a moment for you. This is a moment for the church. The Lord's not turning it around. He's turned it around. That's why you're going the wrong way, because he's turned it around. Now he's asking you to turn around. U-turns <laughs> are legal in this kingdom. turns are legal in this kingdom. Fear and guilt has to go now in Jesus' name. We move forward and sin no more. Fear and guilt has to be broken now in the name of Jesus. I declare you walk in power love and a sound mind the word says you are free from guilt and shame and condemnation receive your fresh wind today new grace new mercy to you today in Christ all things have been made new receive him open the doors of your heart today don't wait another moment. Don't wait another moment to find a church home. You need a church home? Put it right in the comments right now. And someone from our integration team will DM you offline and connect us. And we will get with you this week. You can be pastored right now in this season with what you're going through. So when those doors open, you already got a church family. Don't wait another day. Don't wait another day. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man.